everybody. Welcome to Girls on Boys, the podcast all about uh, the boys on Amazon Prime, brought to you by your girls. Uh, I'm girl number A, Rebecca Watson, and this is girl number two, Kave Hoda. I'm girl letter two, <laughs> Kave. Hey, uh, how are you? I'm super. I'm super coming. We're just hanging out, two gals hanging out, having two wine, chatting, gal pals, two gal pals. I think you're my. Out. I think you're my best gal pal at this point. Yeah. No, you are definitely my. I think. Yeah, you're you're my best gal pal. I mean, yeah. I, I like to keep. I have to have like one. You know, you can't yeah. have two gal pals because then it's like two cats enter a room and they're right? kind of like they circle each other and they're like, "What's your story? What's your story?" Uh, so you you've taken the number one spot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know the name of this episode that we're doing. Uh, oh, I know the episode. But what is the name of the episode? I, I should probably find my my notes because uh-huh. we fell a, a little behind because we both had a lot going on. Uh, and then here we go. I found my notes. We both had a lot going on, and then uh, I did suggest that maybe we do a double header. Previous. Previous episodes, we have done one episode. We haven't gone ahead. Uh, but in this case, there's a, you know, I I have watched, I watched the next one as well. Did you? Yes. I watched five and six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, me too. So yeah, this is bold new territory for us. Yeah, I got it. It's called The Last Time to Look on This World of Lies. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, it's pretty heavy, man. And actually, before we even get into that, uh, because (laughs) this is all very staggered in a really confusing way. Mm -hmm. Um, So right before that, I had put up Barbary Coast. And I think I failed to make the video live because if you guys aren't familiar, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting app, you can watch now a video of of Kaveh and, and I recording these on my uh youtube channel mm-hmm. it's my my alt channel called rebecca versus and uh i forgot to make that live so i made it live and then we got some comments on that and so someone pointed out i think it was my friend pz actually pointed out that he was looking forward to hearing us research w- why it was called barbary coast <laughs> Oh, because boy. that's boy how did we, we let ended. him down yeah holy hell we did we let him down do that oh, i'm how, so sorry man however when i read that i did go down a bit of a rabbit hole oh let's let's do it. this is not ap english rebecca this is ap history rebecca oh i love no, this no, no. one no it actually is ap english rebecca because i did look up the history and uh i kind of ran into some uh dead ends on it and but what i did find okay well one thing i found that you might actually be able to help with a bit is that the episode is named after the uh title of the comic book from which that episode took the plot so the comic book started it and uh but I haven't read the comic book. You have. So maybe that might inspire something different. But it does uh, not. I don't remember the Barbary Coast in the comic. I mean, I wasn't paying that much attention to the names of the com- I'm really bad about that, to be honest with yeah. you. If we weren't doing a show where yeah. we were required to like discuss it, uh, I probably would not know any of the titles. Um, but yeah. I'm gonna let's take a quick look here. Boys 52, Barbary Coast. Huey travels out west. Oh, okay. So he oh. travels out. He travels out west to meet uh, uh, Mallory, who in the comics is a guy. Does he go to San Francisco? I don't remember him going to San Francisco, but I read this before. I he must be. That must be it. Yeah. I, yeah, that must be it. He must. Okay. Well, the, if so, that negates the rest of what I was going to say. <laughs> Never. Let's hear it. What was it? Which is simply that there is a film from 1935 starring Miriam Hopkins and Edward G. Robinson. It's a love story in which she um, has a 
guy that she is going to marry who is indebted to a casino owner. The casino owner has the guy killed and then she ends up with the casino owner. And then another guy comes to town and then she ends up with him and eventually betrays the casino owner uh, in order to run off with this guy. But I was thinking, I spent way too long thinking about this. And the idea of like working for the guy that killed the person you love yeah, and then eventually turning against them. Maybe that's something. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's a, you know? that's a, I, I think they just went with the name of the title and they didn't think about it too much. That's my guess. Probably. I don't think, I think they just liked the, these title names and they, they liked that people would associate it with like barbaric it does sound romantic and like pirates and yeah very piratey stuff. and caribbean yeah. yeah 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 um this one uh let me just start by asking you at the top what yeah how'd you feel about this episode i loved i loved the uh, musical i got yeah i gotta tell you you didn't like it how do you well, feel about musicals in general boy this is the funny thing right i love music I'm a musician. I love music. Probably yeah. number one in terms of like the, the arts that I love. It's right. That's number one. Top, by, by top far, three by art. Far. <laughs> top, okay. top three, top three art of all time. Okay. All right. <laughs> right up there with cave paintings. It's, it's up there. I mean, you got to give the cavemen credit. Real yeah. originators in the form. Love no that one was buffalo. Doing it Man. No one. The spear. Still to this day, the buffalo spear thing. It's iconic. It's iconic. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Anyways, so uh, the, the the truth of it is, I, I love music and I love movies. I do not like it when they combine the two. I do not mm. like it when they combine shows and music because it always takes me out of it. I'm mm. always, I, I'm like, I, I can suspend disbelief, but when that happens, then I'm like, oh, now they're just having fun and they're loving it. And I recognize how much hard work goes into it. I recognize how much, how proud of it they are. And they all love to do it. So they can show off like their, their training that they've spent all this time doing when they were younger. But, right. But like, I just, it takes me out of the moment. So unless there's a character every now and then there's a show where like people are singing, like, I think Buffy did this. Like where they were like yeah. singing and then there would be someone being like, what's going on? Why are you, why are we singing? Why, what's, if that happens, then I'm like, okay, I can. Yeah. In the and in Buffy, there's a plot centric, like there's an in-universe right. reason for it. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. If there was a character in this one that was like a janitor, just like mopping up, being like, what the fuck is going on around here? Then I would totally be on board, but I, mm. I, I can't get into them. See, one of my top three favorite art forms is actually magical realism. Like, I fucking love um, The Singing Detective and Pennies from Heaven and that Bjork movie where she goes blind. Like, Dance in the Dark. Thank you. I love that shit. And I love when it's, it comes out of nowhere, but I do, I do get your point that it is, uh, it's definitely a departure, especially this late in the season to suddenly like this, this like it started with uh, her at that party with the girl playing the piano um, mm-hmm. So they gave us a little hint, but it was right. clearly like a newly introduced idea. You know, I kind of wish, if anything, that that had been part of her character from the moment she was introduced. Like yeah. she has this fantasy world that she loses right. herself in sort of thing. Right. I guess I guess that's how I should have saw it. I should have saw it as a continuation of that plot point that this is like her fantasy world because I do love that you get to actually hear her. I think that is her voice. Is it? I, I was going, I was wondering, actually, I, I, I think, don't know. I think so because it's Sergei's voice. Yes. I mean, like, it does, would... like it's not a very good, he's not a great. Right. But I love that. Singer. That's what I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Except for in Les Miserables when Russell Crowe, who actually does sing in a rock band, yeah. his, that was hard for me. He man. ruined it. That was and, and and as another subpar vocalist in a shitty rock band, I have no place to judge. My vocals are awful. Well, I'm, you do I'm, have a place to judge unless you have taken on the role of Javert yeah. in a blockbuster film. It mean, am I wrong? It just wasn't good, right? No. It wasn't good. It was terrible. Everybody hated it. It basically ruined the movie, which is a real shame because Anne Hathaway was Amazing. Transcendent. She was transcendent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Anyway, so that's my thoughts. Okay, let's let's let, let's get to the episode, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I did really. I I enjoyed this episode. Not not one of my favorites, but uh, I think a a solid uh, entry into the catalog. Yeah, mine mine too. Um, I feel the same way. Opens Walk up, us through we, it. So it opens up. Uh, MM. I'm not going to call him Eminem anymore. Uh, okay, MM is watching a video of Soldier Boy being tortured, and he's got mixed emotions because part part he's a great actor. I love the guy who plays Marvin. He's like part of him is like horrified that this guy's being tortured, but then the other part of him is like really enjoying seeing him get tortured because this guy, as yeah. we learn later, has killed his family. And then him and and Billy get into a fight because he's really pissed off that Billy has used the superpower the the v24 the temporary v powers and they have this amazing line which they have these lines in the show where it's clearly written and they're all just having a lot of fun in the writer's room and i guess what line you're about yes, to say please was it looks like kermit the frog <laughs> had a right wank in your mouth yeah that's a good one but is the other one where he's like oh well it's not all just fantasies and dancing dildos is it Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Can, can we also take a moment to discuss while I'm at it? Because my, my, my accent was bad, but I wonder yeah. how, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it how, how, how is Billy's accent? Do you think it's a good one? Yeah, I, I mean, okay, so I'm so, um, I'm, again, I buy into whatever is happening. So I completely am fine with Billy's accent. Apparently, Frenchie's accent is terrible. Uh, especially because I, I've heard people complain because Frenchie says that he's specifically from, um, Marseille. Yeah. And apparently that's a very distinct accent and he is nowhere close to it. I don't, I I mean, I'll I'll admit, I don't know Marseille, but I did take French in high school, like a fucking idiot. (laughs) Like a a guy who lives in California took French in high school, like a fucking moron. Right. I mean, I, I should have taken Spanish, Tagalog. Yeah, you know any anything yeah. before fucking French. I mean, I took Latin, so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're, you're fucking worse than me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it, 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 I, I thought he sounded pretty good. Actually, it's funny you say that. So, um. But anyways, okay. But that's that's my point. Is like, Billy sounds fine to me, but there's probably somebody somewhere. In fact, I was married to a man born and raised in London. And one day uh, after, shortly after we had moved in together, we were going for a walk and he turned to me and said, nice day, isn't it? And I said, yeah, it is nice out. And I go, wait a minute. <laughs> that wasn't your real accent. Like it took me a minute. <laughs> what? You know, that's the funny thing that the British do that always cracks me up, like to make themselves sound smarter and to sort of throw people off in a conversation. It's like a conversational power moves that people do. Mm. They, they'll ask a question. They'll be like, it's a nice day, ain't it? That's a, that's, that's a, that's a hot glass of tea, ain't it? I don't think that's a power move. I think that's just a cultural. It's just like weird. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it's a lovely day out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're all right. That that threw me too. Uh, I I had to ask a friend, like, why are you always asking me if I'm all right? Like, do I seem, am I concerning you? And he's like, no, that's just what we say. Uh, Be honest. What percentage of your attraction to this man was his English accent? 80. Yeah. Okay. And then 10. (laughs) It was his penis. It's okay. All right, fine. (laughs) We're going to table that. We're going to put a pin in that for the next episode. We'll come back to that. So then one of my favorite scenes in this episode, they go to a VOT board meeting and it's just a, a masterclass in ass kissing until... Oh my God, this poor um, woman. She asked a, a smart question and she pretty much almost gets killed until Ashley, you know, generously saves her life basically yeah. by yeah. telling her, by making fun of her and making her leave because she knew she's, she's about to get like fucking destroyed. Yeah. That was, that was so amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was basically Homelander um, getting called out, not understanding how things are run uh because you know he's taken over vault and he just wants to him it's just a vanity project and he forgets that it's actually this large corporation that is doing business 
so she asks a business question and he can't say like i don't know anything about that that's not in his vocabulary <laughs> so instead he accuses her of you know basically of being a snake in the grass and yeah he did look like he was about to murder her i was I, prepared for it i i have to say i felt for him in that moment because maybe maybe you don't feel we've, this maybe, no we've all been there yeah we've been there where like when someone asks you a question and yeah. it hurts your brain and you all you want to do is take a nap yeah and it's just <laughs> this is too fucking hard like it's like if i'm talking to an accountant and they start talking to me about like shit i don't understand i'm like mm-hmm. oh my brain is full i gotta yeah. go lie down for a minute <laughs> and like he's got so frustrated he, he's and he wants to just destroy her i think mm-hmm. everyone uh can empathize with that no true and that's i feel like that is when homelander is at his best is uh being relatable as a uh, middle management right <laughs> slope do you know do you know what it is it's like um you know the whole the whole freud thing about like the ego and the super ego and the id mm-hmm. he is like id personified he's pure he's id pure yeah. id and it's yeah. like that's just uh okay so then the next scene is deep gets put in put as the head of crime analytics <laughs> yes oh by the way then my note from the uh the woman asking the question was homelander's brain needs to reboot <laughs> Like, that's why it was on his face. It's just yeah. like a hard restart. I know that look. You know, it's funny. I was the scene where Deep gets put in the head of crime analytics. This is a oh funny little God. thing. I, I don't know if you noticed this, but I watch the I watch all these shows with closed captioning because mm. sometimes I have to turn the volume down kind of low. And and when he like does his little speech and the there's clapping, it, the the closed captioning read Cassandra is the only one clapping. That's <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, that's pretty cool that they did that. You know? That is funny. I yeah, it was bit. so pathetic. Uh, the Deep replaces a woman of color <laughs> as the head of crime <laughs> analytics. Um, and then <laughs> what I love about this whole storyline is that in, within one episode, he fires the entire <laughs> team because they tweeted mean things about Homelander. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he used his new position to investigate all of the employees, found mean tweets, and fired them. It's so it's so perfect. It's oh, so like Facebook. And the cupcakes. Did you notice the cupcakes? Yeah, crime anal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it says crime analytics, but it's anal y and then ticks on the next thing and yeah. the and the deep leans over and picks up the y so it just says crime anal ticks yeah that's like i feel like they make those little jokes just for themselves yeah like the, i think so too and then there's a scene with huey and starlight where he's like no secrets and he has that really actually i gotta say jack quaid is really fucking funny like that little i'm sure he doesn't write it but like his delivery of that whole joke about being like Vin Diesel because I'm all about family. Yes, because I'm all about family. <laughs> oh, good. It's underappreciated. But every I'll... time, every time they end up like they start off like lovey dovey, you're like in, a, in an episode you're like, oh, that's something really it's gonna bad. Go it's gonna, bad. Yeah, it's gonna go bad. Huey is starting to get on my last nerve at this point. Like I'm yeah. just, I just want to choke him to death. Uh, Except for he's very good looking and funny. But uh, did you notice that he, and I don't know if, <laughs> I, I want to know, what did you think about Huey's choice of cheer up candy that he bought for Starlight? <laughs> did you notice it? It was, wow. okay, it was Almond Joy, Charleston Chew, and like some other like shitty candy. Like it was all shitty candy. <laughs> And he is like, look, I got, and then he like lists them and it's left unsaid whether, because she's still skeptical of what he's doing. And so she doesn't really pay attention. So I'm unclear whether those are her actual favorite candies because she has no taste or he (laughs) She is from the Midwest. That's true. He is from the Midwest. Or is it that he is a terrible boyfriend? (laughs) Uh, I, I I assumed it was the former because I feel like they set him up as being kind of a sweet guy who's like 
I'll make you a bath. I'll do these yeah. things you like to do. And, and, uh, you could be right. Yeah. It's a nice tight. It's a nice pickup though. I did not pick that up. Yeah. So she just has, she has terrible dates and that's why she's with Huey. That's a good point. I mean, she's not her fault. This is like the classic example of the guy who scores way above his means. Yeah. 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 And everyone hates him for it. Yeah. It's like, why is that five with that 10? Yeah, exactly. He's he, handing he's, her a Charleston chew. Like, ooh. Well, first of all, a Charleston chew is a pretty fucking good candy. Come on. Have you not, have you not had one? Are you have, here to defend Charleston chew? It's the hill I'll die on. <laughs> I'm, I'm right or die, Charleston Chew. It's a trash candy for trash people. There I said it. Can, can I ask you this? Have you ever had one chilled and or frozen? What, I'm going to put work into my Charleston Chew now? <laughs> no. No, I've had it the same way everybody else has. Uh, from the bottom of the rack at Target because it was the only candy bar left and you're high as fuck. Send me all your Charleston shoes, people. All right. We'll, we'll put a P.O. box in for this. All right. The next scene, uh, <laughs> Billy and Maeve. That's a, was that shipped, do you think? That's a term I learned not too long ago. Oh, you think this was fan generated? I'm wondering. Okay, so yeah, for those who are listening to this but haven't seen it, um, yeah, so Maeve uh, does end up, she goes over to give Billy more of the uh, 24-hour superpower, and they have they have hate sex. And it is, I will say, it's probably the hottest sex on the show thus far. There was a, there was a yeah, I agree. No, I, no, I, no, you're no, thinking no. of another one. The the one I liked, well, yeah, the, there's an octopus scene. That I knew you were gonna. Yeah, no, no, no that's the next episode. No, no, there was a scene when, uh, in the first season, I think, when Huey and Starlight hook up, and it wasn't so hot as it was just like sweet. It was really sweet, and it yeah. felt like romantic, and like the way her eyes like lit up when she was mm. like having an orgasm, I'm like. That's pretty that's fucking right. dope. That's pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. But that was more sweet. That like, was more sweet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This is pretty the, hot. The actress who plays Maeve is fucking smoking hot. And when she's, she's out of that smoking ridiculous hot. Amazon like outfit, right. she looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah. Um, so they hook up and uh, and he, Billy is not on the drug at the time, uh, but he keeps up. Yeah, he hangs he in there. He keeps up. Yeah. A, a mortal bloke. um uh is it shipping it did come out of nowhere for me like yeah i yeah i felt that it was uh i i not necessarily unnecessary but i was like where is this going because now like uh after this all happens you know Maeve disappears and billy doesn't seem to give a shit so and billy at this point in his character arc gives less and less of a shit about everyone Mm -hmm. i think he is on this kind of like villain arc yeah um so it's like what was the point of that i don't know maybe i agree do you think it'll pay off later i don't know because i don't believe that she's dead i don't think the show i don't think she's dead yeah yeah so my, my guess is that they are going to bring her back at some later episode and Maybe him and her have a re- inter- interaction. I don't know. I got to be honest with you. As the season's building, I don't know how it's going to end in a way that there is a last season. It's like ramping up very quickly. Wait, is this the last or no, is the next one so. the last season? Have they mentioned anything about an I, ending? I don't think they've specified, but okay. it's moving along at a fast clip, you know, so I don't know how long they're going to be able to well, prolong. The compared to, don't give us any spoilers, but compared to the comics... Did the comics wrap up like shortly after the events that we're seeing or this boy? No, this is probably midway. If I remember okay. correctly, if I'm thinking, of it. but they also kind of take things out of context and they move timelines yeah. around. So it's hard to know for sure. But I, I think, I feel like we're midway in where the comics were. Okay. At least. But the things are moving, I think pretty quickly considering it's only the fourth season. Maybe they only want to do one more season. I, I could see them doing that. Like, could you imagine the show going like 10 seasons? Like, no, I don't like, want it to. Like, either, I yeah. much prefer like a Breaking Bad sort of thing where so like the creator has an endpoint in mind yeah. and goes to it as opposed yeah. to dragging things out. Absolutely. But uh, so speaking of Maeve, though, you know, so they 
fuck. Um, and then, you know, she will go on to uh, disappear. Uh, we see her being kind of like kidnapped by, by the way, I'm going with the thing you mentioned a few episodes ago. I liked it about like kind of following a character the through. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just going forward with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she gets grabbed by Black Noir and we don't see what happens to her. And uh, that actually now, like as of this episode, that's her and uh, Gus Fring, <laughs> whose name in this show is... Stan, Stan. Edgar. So she and Stan both are disappeared we yeah. don't know we do not see what happens to stan either right or did i miss no. okay well uh, technically i think he's supposed to go to jail actually oh but I, I don't think he's gone from the show forever i think he will at some point well but we didn't yeah. see him going no no to jail the, right? last, the last scene with him was that one like standoff with him and and homelander at yeah the top of the seven tower yeah right so so that's two main characters that have mysteriously disappeared and we don't know what's happening to them so i don't think mave is dead um as they're kind of implying happened uh, and that the the show you know is pushing towards sort of but with two main characters disappearing in a way where you think like maybe they're dead that leaves room for one of them to, to die yeah mm. I could see it being Stan. I could see yeah. it being Stan just because actors probably like, okay, I've had fun with this role. <laughs> it's time for me to like go on to something else. Mm. I could see him just like not being that. I mean, his role like is great, but like, you know, what he's not the kind. His that character is great because he's sort of mysterious and comes and goes. If they were to have like a whole spinoff about him, it would not work for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh know? god, no. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so the next I guess storyline and plot point is the whole Frenchie Kimiko. Uh, musical number which you liked apparently you li- I mean I thought it was great I, I thought it was well done like I yes but wait we did we missed what did I miss uh I think we missed supersonic dying did that happen last episode oh maybe that happened maybe that happened it, last episode it happens but there oh, is no no no, no, no. we didn't miss him dying we missed that I I'm just looking at my notes the, uh, we missed just them announcing that like oh, yeah. oh he's died of an overdose yeah which is interesting because yeah like that's what like they have several drug addicts on their team and uh yeah so that's how they're covering up for uh supersonic dying is that he died of an overdose right right that's he all. did have a drug problem before i guess um yeah all right, so then there's that yes. whole musical number. So the which, musical okay, number. Again, I appreciate the fact that I feel like they did a fantastic job choreographing the guys, the the two main actors. The choreography was beautiful. Everyone, I think I think it was great. Just they don't they never do much for me. Really. Yeah. That's you know what, and I do think it's fair to point out that it came out of nowhere this season. Um yeah. I would have loved to have hints of her internal Yeah world before right. this to set yeah. it up it's just I, I don't you really get the sense that they just do it because they want to prove that they can like because it's like something you do now every show has like a musical like episode does it i, I feel like that's I true feel like it's a common thing like it's just name 10 other shows with musical there was episodes. the buffy show there no was you the already buffy said show. Buffy. there was the buffy show <laughs> something in know. the last five I years I don't, I don't watch fucking tv <laughs> me neither that's why i don't think that that's a thing uh, i don't okay, think man, that's I, a get, thing. I get me wrong i feel <laughs> like i saw once this happened before that was too much for me i think i think you're thinking of la la land like it won yeah, an I oscar did. and you're like god damn it couldn't even well, i didn't even bring myself to watch it don't be mad i watched it quite recently i enjoyed it i'm sure it's great i heard he learned to play the piano everyone was very impressed hmm. um okay so there's so this is where it gets really interesting a train um goes to meet with ashley ashley blindsides him with this whole oh you want to talk yes. to Blue Hawk? Go talk Here's to Blue, Blue Hawk. Hawk, which is like really fucked up. And I could see that, like, yeah. I think that's probably how a lot of people, minority minorities in the business world feel like mm-hmm. when they are given, like they are thrown a bone like that. It's like in this fucked up way that like they don't, they're not prepared for. They're totally blindsided by. Oh, absolutely. It, it leads to him going to this like uh, community hall meeting. Wait, can Hawk. I pause you? Yeah, please do. Because you skipped over Lindsey Graham's is such a gooch licker. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, Ashley get wait is that her name? Ash- yeah, Ashley, Ashley yeah. Uh, is 
going over like the the bouquets of flowers and stuff that she's received uh, as you know congratulate was it congratulations for her becoming yeah, CEO I exactly. think and she's like oh this one's from Lindsey Graham how nice He's such a gooch licker <laughs> gooch that's all gooch is, yeah Vegine. yeah yeah okay yeah, good yeah, okay yeah. Good. I but um. <laughs> Okay, and then and she's talking to A Train, and but then they... the the story is that I mean it's not I don't think this is oh proven, but... uh, the fabulous Ms G right is that yeah. her name yeah. Um, yeah the the story is that Lindsey Graham uh, hires as allegedly don't sue me fabulous Ms G uh, but supposedly she hires escorts in and around the D.C. area. Uh, male escorts to come yeah. and give her a good railing. <laughs> I yeah, I mean to be honest with you, that's like the most likable thing about him. It really, it's, I know. I was kind of annoyed when that story broke. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, let him embrace that part of his life. I know. Maybe he'd be less of a douche. Mm, yeah. Um. Okay, anyway, so, so yes, uh, Blue Hawk in Trenton. Yes, tell me about that. Your thoughts about that? Oh, uh, I. Uh, it was. They hit every, I feel like there's definitely a whiteboard in the boys' writer's room where they listed every faux apology terminology right. um, for like being a racist, like do the work and have the <laughs> difficult conversations. Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, soup lives matter. <laughs> soup lives matter. Um what about black on black crime? Uh, like, yeah, it's oh. they they hit every single uh, point that you see with white racists trying to defend the indefensible, and so the crowd isn't having it, obviously, and they start booing him, and that's what what's so fascinating is um, how well they portray the the victimhood of the fragile white male. <laughs> like yeah. he just can't wait to be a victim. Like he's been bashing skulls open for the past decade or whatever in and around black neighborhoods in Trenton. But the second somebody in an audience goes like, you know, <laughs> he's, he, he's so upset and insulted that it immediately turns violent. And yeah. Yeah, so he starts literally. He picks a woman up, pitches her across the room, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, paralyzes A Train's brother. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, let me take a, one quick step back. I have to ask you a yeah. question. Who sure. do you think Blue Hawk is a play on? Is there like a character that I'm missing? I mean, he must be a DC character because I can't think of a single Marvel character that he's supposed to be. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't even know. Original invention. Yeah. What is even his? Uh, what's his superpower? I don't know. He's strong. Yeah. Actually, can we take another step back? Sure. Let's in take this, all the steps back. Let's just walk this whole thing backwards. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. So anyway, we open on. Do you want to do a show with me about the show, boy? <laughs> um, do it. No, there's there's weird rules in this TV show that I don't know if I totally approve of. But I know mm. where they're coming from, but I don't know if I totally approve of them. Okay, what are they? There's a basic rule that if you are a superhero, if you have a superpower, then you have super strength and nigh invulnerability to normal mortal men. <clears throat> yeah. Which I don't think is necessarily how all the comics go. <laughs> You're now, like, in reality, having uh, a superpower uh, doesn't mean you have super strength. <laughs> exactly. I think it is canon that <laughs> Captain America has the strength of an Olympic <laughs> athlete, but not necessarily super speed. You know, um, so it's, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, if you have the ability to teleport, like that doesn't necessarily mean you fight better, you punch better. That's now, on my notes for next episode. Okay. Because Huey gets into a little kerfuffle. Yes, and exactly. That comes that occurred to me as well. I agree. I do think that they are taking some shortcuts. They are teleporting across some corners. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. And to be fair, comics do this a lot where it's like if they have a superpower, they always 
add on weird shit like along the way like to try and make the character seem more interesting yeah they're like rogue can fly now and whenever it's like why they had to be yeah. like oh let's go back and come up with a reason <laughs> yeah exactly anyways so so that that scene with blue hawk ends badly um for everyone involved but blue hawk kind of gets out of it okay yeah like, he's fine yeah he's he doesn't serve that much he isn't like he's not arrested for it. it's kind of sweeped under the rug mm-hmm. and then um the, and they immediately like start spinning it as blue tri- blue hawk stands up to antifa, antifa. <laughs> that's right that's right i forgot about that <laughs> it was literally just like a neighborhood meeting yeah. with some random people and it's like yeah do, they're antifa. do you think the, the the writers of the show sit around and they're like why the fuck do conservative people like the show what is going on what is like like I feel like at this point, there's probably a bet going for like what is going to finally drop the last conservative fan of the show where they're just going to like make it more and more obvious. Right. Like it's like Jenga. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just to see what the final straw is. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then there's another scene in this episode Hmm. that introduces a new character, the legend. Now, oh God, I love the, the legend. The legend is a character in the comics, and this is another example of them making a small choice to change that character, and it makes mm. it much better. Makes oh, is he actually like legendary in the comic? Like, no, it's not like, pathetic. It's it's first of all, it's Paul Reiser, and I fucking love Paul Reiser. Agreed. I was so happy when he sh- so he previously showed up in Stranger Things, yeah, uh, last season, and now he's here, and I just feel like good on him for making some great yeah. choices. Yeah, I'd like to see Sean Astin in this as well. I think Agreed. that would be great. Agreed. So, so, anyways, uh, he in the comics, it's like total fan service to comic nerds or like comic book dealers i don't know but Mm. the legend is like a comic book like collector he's like a nerd who lives who like lives and works in like the basement of like a comic place that's like knows everything about comics ever for all time and it it doesn't make that much sense when you're reading it you're like weird like who are they who's this done for who's this speaking to i don't understand mary sue who's that uh, a Mary Sue is a character that um, the writer, the it's it's a fan fiction term for it's a self insert where mm. you, the writer puts themselves into the story uh, in a really obvious way. Yeah, yeah, that might so, be something like that. It, it yeah. and it it was weird, but here it makes sense. He's like this guy who works for who worked for Vought and had a falling out with Vought and has yeah. an axe to grind with with Vought. And, yeah, and still has like connections that yeah. um soldier boy wants to uh to to get yeah. uh and we are like kind of reintroduced to soldier boy just prior to this in my notes i wrote soldier boy pig in the city uh because he's because <laughs> he's just trotting around the big city like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he blows it up uh because he hears russian music yeah, it triggers him, man. He was being yeah. tortured to that shit for years. But they, they, they touched on a little thing here, and I kind of wish they had done more of this. And uh, maybe they will later. And, and it's something I'd wish they had done with Captain America, too, which is like, you know, what if you took a guy from the 50s, you know, and from a different time, and you plopped him in 2022, downtown New York? Like, he, he like, sees, like, a gay couple walk by, and he's kind of like, whoa. Oh, okay. And he like shakes his head and like walks off. But I'm like, I would like to see more of that. That would be, there'd be some yeah. crazy shit for that person to deal with. I, I would like to see that. Yeah. And I think Captain America, uh, the, I think the creators of that movie were too pussy to mm-hmm. deal with. Uh, like that, Captain America. He was probably Ameri- racist. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, time. Yeah, Captain America in the movies at least is like a perfect guy, yeah. you know, yeah. like he's 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 a paladin. He loves everybody, you know. But Soldier Boy is actually a much closer yeah. idea of what that would look like because he's kind of a piece of shit, you know. He's, he's a piece of shit. Not like not like evil like Homelander. Right, like not a like piece Homelander. Of shit, like a normal piece of shit. Yeah, like, like- well, and we can get in that'll be like on the next episode, I think more because he he kind of gets into it a little bit more in the next episode. Did, did you ever read the when Marvel like 
reintroduced and tried to start everything over like in the early 2000s, I think, with the Ultimates. Did you ever read that comic? No, series? I know I know of it, but I didn't read them. You know, there were some really great like entries into that. Brian Michael Bendis, who's my favorite like comic writer, he wrote a Spider-Man that was fucking awesome. That Spider-Man run was great with him. But he also did not him, but someone else. I'm assuming like some of your English dude fucking wrote like an Avengers called The Ultimates. And it was garbage. It was trash. The 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 Red Skull was recreated as an Iranian kid, by the way. No. Yeah. yeah. We'll fucking get to that at some not point. Not again. Uh, it's fucking, they, they won't be It's not without my daughter all over again. It's that same fucking not without my daughter motions. Not without anyway, my skull. Not without my red skull. And <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's, it's garbage and it's trashy. Mm-hmm. And it has that real like European looking down on Americans vibe. Uh, yeah. while being simultaneously even more racist than us right and, but there is one interesting aspect to it they kind of do play a little bit with that the fact that like that, that captain america is kind of like not like the one you not know and love he's yeah. a little bit more rough around the edges he's a little bit more like in my day we did this and blah, 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 you know right that's how like, he should be like your granddad like the one that you don't like very much <laughs> the one you don't want to bring around other like your friends yeah your face the one you have racist. to like explain to your girlfriend before you take her to meet him for the first time yeah. <laughs> uh all right then then let's go to that there's one one more scene really to discuss and that's like the scene where they go to the uh crimson countess wait wait, wait. just real quick yeah, about please. the um about the legend paul riser yeah he like ate that up so well i know you already said that you really enjoyed yeah. him in this role but i just want to take an extra minute to be like he dropped so many obscure 90s celeb names uh like they they were coming so fast and hard. I stopped taking notes, but like Kelly LeBrock, Kelly like, LeBrock. Uh, and yeah. then he's like doing coke and offers some to Huey, and Huey has such a great delivery <laughs> on. Oh I'm, no, I'm uh, full of cocaine. Oh, I'm, I'm already full of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. So just such a good scene and yeah paul riser really was in his element as like yeah. a 90s star <laughs> like right. yeah, just, yeah. Mm, perfect yeah yeah and admitting that i got railed by uh, marlon brando it's yes oh that is parts, in here yeah. as well marlon was balls deep in me what that's gay now fuck you <laughs> so good <laughs> So good. Literally, I made a note. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one. All right. Uh, so, so then they go to Crimson Countess. They get this yes. lead. They go there. Um, they. It turns out that Huey has and Billy have betrayed MM, and they drug drugged him. him. He, he goes asleep, and they uh, offer up Crimson Countess to Soldier Boy, who then kills her. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you, the, I would be, I mean, I actually love revenge movies. I love the concept of revenge. And in fact, one of my major criticisms with this was that like, eh, it was too quick. He just burns her in a minute. Like if I, when I want, I, let me tell you this. I love revenge movies. And you know what hit, you know what I hate more than anything else in a revenge movie is when they try to pull this whole, like, oh, who's the real monster now? You know, <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah, it's still you. It's still the bad dead. guy. Did you ever watch, <laughs> did you ever watch Devil's Rejects? No. Okay. It was a Rob Zombie movie. And, and actually Rob <laughs> Zombie has some moments. His movies are actually okay. 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 But the whole first movie is about the most horrible, vile family, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like on steroids family, killing all kinds of innocent people, torturing in the worst possible ways you can imagine. And then the second movie is about this guy trying to get revenge on them. And like, you're supposed to be like, oh, he's, this is so depraved. How could he do this? He's getting <laughs> revenge on them. It's sickening. It's and you're sickening. just like, <laughs> yes, more, more. The only movie that even came close was uh, I think it was a Korean movie called I Stare at the Devil <laughs> or I, I Saw the Devil. I forget the name of it, but it was the only one that kind of came close to it where you're mm. like, oh, this is fucking great. Like, I want yeah. to see revenge. If I want a revenge movie, I want the revenge. Right. You, can, you know, anyway, sorry. So, no, 
I, it's, it's really interesting to hear you say that because I had the exact opposite mm. uh, reaction to Hippie. this in that, no, ah, maybe, I don't know. Like I, um, I, I, so I do love, I love a good revenge and maybe it's just that I went into it just assuming that soldier boy is the bad guy. Um, like, like, I guess because, yeah, this is why. So I went into this already associating Soldier Boy with Homelander. Like Soldier Boy to me was obviously like an out of control, too powerful monster that needed to be dealt with. And it wasn't his girlfriend who was the bad guy here, if anything, it was either him or it was Vought who created him and then had to do away with him. So I found that scene extremely sad and mm. like, had it gone on longer, I probably would have found it unbearable because all I saw was like, as, as horrible as Crimson, Crimson Countess has been cringy and kind of a bitch Mm-hmm. but not to me like she hasn't done anything deserving of being well she did blow up that kid at disneyland yeah. i mean she killed a lot i mean all these people are are shown to be immoral. i know i know but like I, I don't know i just i didn't get that feeling where i wanted her to be like brutally murdered i all i saw in that scene Especially because that scene starts with him saying to her exactly what Homelander says to Maeve earlier in this show. So Maeve, we mentioned earlier, um, she had a confrontation with Homelander. And at the end of it, Black Noir grabs her and she disappears. But what actually happened in that uh, interaction was... she and Homelander had had a relationship and Homelander confronts her about like, did you ever love me? And she says, honestly, no, I hated you. And more than that, I pitied you. Um, Meaning that she only pretended to be in a relationship with him because she feared for her own life. It's an abusive relationship. Yeah. Um, And that, conversation earlier in that episode is 100% mirrored in the conversation between soldier boy and uh crimson countess he literally says like did you ever love me and she says no i always hated you we all always hated you why because they were all terrified of him because but, he was like homelander but he could he murder them oh i see cuz i mean they didn't show that i mean they were they refer to him like you know hazing the the powder kid yeah but like they don't show him as that like that awful i mean they maybe they maybe they'll learn more about him well yeah we've have we seen anything of his past except for like the the reels the publicity like it's mostly been uh, looking at like the public perception of him and the public perception of Homelander has been he's a great guy yeah, and yeah. like he was in love with Maeve and then he was in love with Stormfront and now he's in love with Starlight and Fair like point, the yeah. story behind all of that is actually much much darker yeah, so yeah. yeah like why else mm. would she in that moment where Crimson Countess her life is on the line and if she wanted to save her life she could say like of course i loved you i still love you i tried my best to rescue you you know she could have said anything why would she say no i hated you everyone hated you unless it was the truth yeah i also whenever that happens in a show i'm also kind of taken out of it a little bit because i'm like i know they're doing this for the moment for the drama to make this intense but no one would say that. You have to be a fucking idiot to say that. The fuck? Right. Save your fucking life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's that's just it too. From a storytelling standpoint, I feel like that is the the writers talking to us. 
and telling yeah. us like, yeah, he was a monster. Hmm. And- All right. Okay. Sorry. It was lost on me. I'm a dummy. You told me. No, right. I mean, I sense. might. That makes sense. No, I might be totally wrong. This, you know, no, I, I might I be think, completely wrong. No, that, that, that makes sense. And I think that's going to pull in later to the, the whole, there's going to be something I feel between him and Homelander and maybe it'd be them connecting in some weird way because of that. I don't know. Cause really, yeah. he's the only one who probably is that comes even close to understanding Homelander. You yes, know I mean? absolutely. Mm-hmm he does currently come across as more human than Homelander, but uh, I think we're going to see him turn out to be pretty much the same. I don't know. All right. Okay. Well, let's, let's wrap this one up. Um, Yeah. Let's go, let's go get another drink and then record the next episode. How's that sound? Exciting. Yeah. Uh, uh, We should, why don't you tell people where to find you? Find me at Twitter at the house of pod. I'm a ton of fun. And I'm not, but uh, I I retweet people who are and listen to a show called The House of Pod, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's a medical ish thing. It's a show where people talk about things, sometimes medically, sometimes not. It's fun. You'll like it. Uh, And that's it for me. All right. And you can find me at Rebecca Watson on Twitter or you can find my uh, posts and videos at skeptic.org. You can also find this very podcast on iTunes and Google Play and whatnot. And if you uh, are listening on one of those, could you please go and give us a five-star review? It will help other people find us. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Girls on Boys Pod. And uh, you can find all of these episodes at girlsonboyspod.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's sudden. Were you like, Chris, there, there's a fly in my, my, my wine. What's it doing there? Is he like, I believe the backstroke. The backstroke. Matter. <laughs> <laughs>